نبدأ إن شاء الله إن شاء الله بسم الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ولي الصالحين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فالحمد لله بليزز أس والله تبين مسجد the best places the best place to be which is the masjid it pleases us to be here waiting inshallah for the next prayer or at least in the masjid reminding each other of the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and likewise the narrations of the sahaba anhum, the tabi'een and the tabi tabi'een the best people and this lecture was about the statement of Imam al-Awza'i rahimahullah the scholar from Asham. And he was an Imam in his own time. Min kibari tabi'i tabi'in. From the elders of the tabi tabi'in. And his statement, which is going to be looked at, is Alayka bi athari man salaf. Upon you is to follow the narrations of those who came before you from the pious predecessors. وَإِنْ رَفَدَكَ النَّاسِ Even if the people were to abandon you. وَإِيَّاكَ وَأَرَاءَ الرِّجَالِ And be warned of the opinions of men. وَإِنْ زَخْرَفُوهُ لَكَ بِالْقَوْلِ Even if they were to beautify it with their speech. And there are different wordings of his statement. Another wording which is found by the great scholar, the Maliki scholar Ibn Abdul Barr in Jami' Bayan Al-Ilm Fadli. Volume 2, page 114, he says, that Imam Al-Awza'i said, salaf. Upon you is to follow the narrations of those who came before you. Yani from the pious predecessors. Ilzam, sahaba Hold on to the way of the Sahaba. tabi'een And their successes, the, the ones who followed them upon righteousness. لَهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ لِأَنَّهَا Because it is مَبْنِيَّةٌ عَلَى الْكِتَابِ وَالسُنَّةِ Because it is based upon the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shaykh Salih al-Shaykh, one of the scholars alive today, Hafizahullah, he said that this refers to those who have invented or bring about opinions in opposition to the deen. So they bring about their own opinions. Because there are two types of opinions. That which is praised, and that which is dispraised. So this dispraised opinion is that which opposes the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger Wasallam. So what is meant here is the dispraised opinion that we should be warned against. Those who bring opinion in order to reject hadith of Rasulullah or they bring their own intellect to reject the hadith on ayah of the Messenger Wasallam, Or they use their own intellect to reject ilm al-ghayb that they themselves can't understand. Like we find with some individuals who say, I can't really believe in Ya'juj or Ma'juj. That they are, yani, in the description that I mentioned in the hadith, in the authentic narrations. No one from al-hadith would say such a thing. No one from al-sunnah would say such a thing. The one who's upon sunnah, he would never say, I don't believe in Ya'juj or Ma'juj, or have a problem in believing a Dajjal. Some people say that. From those who are not from the sunnah, the people of sunnah, they say, as Maududi said, the Dajjal hasn't come for 1400 years, and that is the reality. How is that the reality? There wasn't a prophet except he warned against the Dajjal. And the Rasulullah warned against the Dajjal in his, in detail. And likewise, the Prophet warned, and he mentioned about Ya'juj and Ma'juj, and he's mentioned in Surah Kaf. And you have a problem? You have a problem? How can you have a problem when Allah said, Alif, Lam, Mim, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ هُدًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Who are the muttaqun? الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ You want to be from the pious? Believe in the unseen. All that Allah mentioned, we believe in it. As Umar ibn Abdul Aziz rahimullah said, 
and he died 101 Hijriah. Allah gives us the bayan. The Messenger conveys and we submit. And Allah said that in the Quran. They do not truly believe. By Allah, they do not truly believe. By Allah, they do not truly believe until they make you, Muhammad وسلم, and judge in all of their affairs. And then they find in their heart no hesitance, no shakiness, no change. The heart is firm. They find in their heart no shakiness in accepting the truth and they submit to it wholeheartedly. Deen of Allah, qala Allah, qala Rasulullah, qala Sahaba, we accept. That which the Sahaba united upon, it's, it's impossible they unite upon a matter and they oppose the Sunnah. As Shaykh Ibn Uthaymi mentioned in his book, Al-Usul min ilm al-Usul, where he said it's impossible for the Sahaba to unite, ijma' and they oppose the Sunnah. Impossible. So what is our deen? Our deen is al-Nas wal-Ijma'ah. What is the Nas? The text, Quran, and the authentic narrations. What is the Ijma' of the Sahaba rather than primarily? Because it was easy to ascertain Ijma'. And thereafter, the Ijma' of the Salaf, as Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah mentioned, in the end part or the last part of Al-Aqid al-Wasitiyah. So Shaykh Salaf al-Shaykh said, this is what they have يعني, invented Afterwards of opinion This is what is rejected What they have invented Of opinion Why? Because What they have invented of opinion Is bid'ah If it is in aspects of The deen That they have invented something That resembles the deen As Imam al-Shatabi Rahimullah From the Maliki scholars And Imam al-Tartoshi Rahimullah From the Maliki scholars Likewise Both of them they define bid'ah as what? Al-bid'atu idan tariqatun fi din muhtara'ah. It is a way that the people take in the religion that is invented. Muhtara'ah from ikhtira'ah. Wa huwa shay'un yu'dat min ghayri aslin sabaq. And it is something that occurs without a foundation, a previous foundation. Wala ulifa mithlahu. No. Was it practiced before it's like it's time of Sahaba? They didn't practice it. Resembles the Sharia and they didn't do it. It wasn't there. That is bid'ah. It wasn't there at the time of Rasulullah. Nor did the Sahaba do it. The Messenger didn't do it. Aspect of worship you invent is bid'ah. Al bid'atu idan tariqatun fi din muhtara'ah to dahi sharia. يُقْسَدُ بِهَا التَّعَبُّدْ إِلَى اللَّهِ And the other wording, they intend by it the worship of Allah. These two great imams from the Maliki imams define bid'ah beautifully. Not for somebody later on to, to come and bring us bid'ah and say, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's sunnah. Because that will be a time that will come. The people will bring you sunnah when it is bid'ah. They will bring you bid'ah when it is in fact sunnah. Yani they will say it's sunnah, but it's bid'ah. They will say it is... Uh, uh, bid'ah, well, it is in reality sunnah. We are living in times of deception. Sanawat khadda'at, as the Messenger called them. Towards the end of time, there will be years or time, years of deception. Someone will bring you sunnah, he says bid'ah. Someone will bring you bid'ah, he says sunnah. Like you see around you, with all of the 72 sects that have been warned and cautioned about the fire, that they will enter the fire, for opposing the sunnah of the Messenger As in the authentic narration, where the Prophet said, If tarakatil yahudu ala ihda usabi'ina firqa, wa tarakatil nasara ala thintayni usabi'ina firqa, wa sataftariqu ummati ala thalathi usabi'ina firqa. Kulluha fi nar illa wahida. The Jews will split into 71 sects. The Christians, 72 sects. And my ummah will split into 73 sects. All of them. Threatened with the fire, except one. That which one, O Messenger of Allah? In one word, he said, Al Jama'ah. Who's the Jama'ah? The Sahaba way. They were the Jama'ah at the time of the Messenger. In the other wording, Man that which I upon, I am upon, and my companions. 
Those that are similar to what I am upon and my companions and my companions as in the hadith in Sunan and that, these two narrations of the iftiraq, hadith al-iftiraq, don't let anyone deceive you and say, oh, this hadith is da'if. The one al-jama'ah has no doubt about it. It is authentic because of the, uh, it's reported with authentic tra- chain. As for the one ma'ana alayhi wa ashabi, then it is hasan li-shawahid. It is an accepted narration because of this numerous, numerous supporting change. And the scholars of the hadith have accepted these narrations. And there is a bath, a master's thesis in Jamia Islamiya by one of the students. He had gathered all of the narrations of the hadith of Tiraq with all of the scholars of hadith and what they said. And if you have any doubt, go and read that uh, bath and you will see no doubt about these narrations. And the one who hate these narrations are the people of Bid'ah because it works against them. They are not upon the way of the Sahaba, nor are they upon the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shaykh Saleh al-Fawzan, Hafizahullah. He said, Alayka bi'athar man salaf, this means min as-sahaba, from the companions, with tabi'een, wal-qurun al-mufaddala, from the tabi'een, the successors, and the blessed generations. Which are the blessed generations? The first few generations of Muslims. Hadith in Bukhari, where the Prophet mentioned, where the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, he mentioned about the best of generations, khayrun nasi. And Shaykh al-Albani rahimullah said, it's not as some of the ignorant say khayrul qurun. It's not khayrul qurun, the best generation. No. Khayrun na- the word of the hadith, the wording of the hadith is khayrun nasi qarni. The best people is my generation. Thumma ladhina yalunahum. Thumma ladhina yalunahum. Then those who come after them, then those who come after them. The first free generation. The first free generation. The people who followed the messengers upon righteousness. They were upon the best way. And they were the best in terms of understand, in terms of aqidah, in terms of manners, in terms of worship, in terms of in all affairs. They were the best. That's why it's not for somebody now to come later and say, Hum rijal wa nahnu rijal. They are men and we are men. No, they were men and you're not you're male, but not man. Why? Because a rijal in the Arabic language, Allah praised the Sahaba and He called them rijal. He didn't praise you with calling you rajul. Allah praised them. Rijalun la tulhihim la tulhihim tijaratun wala bay'un an dhikrillah. Allah called them men. They were men that were not preoccupied with business. No buying and selling over the dhikr of Allah. And those who follow the important righteousness, alhamdulillah, then they are men from the male. They are men, for they are the ones who follow them upon righteousness. As for others, then they are not. From the people of bid'ah, then they are not men. How could they be upon that? And they don't fulfill that which Allah mentioned about them from the characteristics of the Sahaba. They were real men, not being preoccupied with business or tijara or business or the dunya over the, the dhikr of Allah. And the dhikr of Allah necessitates the Qur'an. The dhikr of Allah necessitates following the sunnah. Your worship is from the dhikr of Allah. It's not just the tasbih that you make. Are you making it according to the sunnah? Your worship, are you doing it according to the sunnah? Allah called Qur'an, Allah called the salah dhikr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the salah as being a form of dhikr. Where he said, وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ لِلذِّكْرِ Establish this prayer for my remembrance. So it is a form of dhikr. So how is your salah not like Rasulullah salah? How is your ibadah not like Rasulullah's ibadah? Did Rasulullah do what the Sufis do now? When they run up and down, twirling, dancing in the masajid and outside? And at the graveyards playing the tamarinds. No, the Messenger Sallallahu didn't do that. Nor did the Sahaba, nor did the Tabi'een. Did the Messenger Sallallahu celebrate his birthday? Did he go and make a model of the Kaaba and bring it around the people to show them that they do ignorantly around different cities? The Prophet didn't do that. Did the Prophet Sallallahu call upon the dead? No, he didn't. And when he died, the Sahaba didn't call upon him. And he is Rasulullah Sallallahu They continue to call upon Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. For they knew the hadith. When you ask, ask Allah alone. And ask Allah alone and seek help from Allah alone. 
شيخ صعيف أوزان also said عليك يعني الحث هنا this is for you and me to be upon the athar al-salaf but to be upon the narration of the salaf means you have to know it so one has to learn knowledge what is it that the salaf were upon what is it that their statements were one has to research and go back what did they say about Allah being above the arsh what did they say about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he's not everywhere in his self and his essence Allah is above the arsh which in a way which befits his majesty what did they say in the meaning of la ilaha illallah la ma'buda bihaqqin illallah what did they say with regards aqeedah what did they say regards manhaj belief and methodology did they take these affairs seriously yes they did they took ibadah seriously they were not they were, they were not bring their own opinion with ibadah ibadah dhikr of allah a man sneezes the Prophet taught us to say, Alhamdulillah, and the narration in Sunan Abi Dawood, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. These two narrations are authentic. How about a man says, Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah. He thinks he's doing good. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, I heard a man do that. He heard a man say it. And he said, Wa ana usallimu ala Rasulillah. And I give salam upon the Messenger وسلم, But this is not how the Messenger taught us. This is not how the Messenger taught us. The Messenger taught us to say Alhamdulillah or Alhamdulillah Rabbil This is put a full stop after it. If this is the case of just Alhamdulillah after sneezing, what about the rest of the ibadat? What about the rest of the affairs of aqidah? Where Sahaba were cautious. Abdullah ibn Umar, radiyallahu anhuma, first hadith in Sahih Muslim. Two men, from the tab, uh, two men from Iraq, they came and they said, we came from Iraq all the way to Medina, we come to you, but the people of Iraq that we left behind, they, do, they, they don't believe in Al-Qadr. Aqidah. They don't believe in Al-Qadr. He said, tell them, أَنَّنِي بَرِيءٌ مِّنْهُمْ وَأَنَّهُمْ بُرَاءَ مِنِّي Tell them I have nothing to do with them and they have nothing to do with me. Allah, look at wala ul-bara. Nowadays, these, uh, the ikhwan and muslimin, what would they say? Doesn't matter. We're all one. Let's just unite. Let's just... Uh, la. Tell them I have nothing to do with them and they have nothing to do with me. You're not upon haq, yes. But you're not upon bid'ah, no. Tell them I have nothing to do with you and, and I have nothing to do with them and they have nothing to do with me. And even if they were to give, walaw annahum tasaddaqu bi uhdin dhahaban. Even if they were to give the charity of Uhud in gold, it would not benefit them until they believe in the Qadr. Until they believe in the Qadr. Who's this? Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma. Are we going to take his narration or are we going to take somebody else? Like the Sufis who say, Bida hasana, doesn't matter. Let's just do bid'a. It's worship. Let's bid'a hasana. Abdullah ibn Umar again. They don't like Abdullah ibn Umar this evening. Abdullah ibn Umar again, radiyallahu anhuma. We love him, we love all the sahaba. And we mention the narrations. These are our athar, and these are our weapons against Ahl al-Bida'. Abdullah ibn Umar, radiyallahu anhuma, he said, Kullu bid'atin dalala, wa in ra'aha nasu hasana. All of the innovations are misguidance, even if the people see it as good. That means there's no bid'a hasana. Even if the... The Messenger himself said, Kullu bid'atin dalala. All innovations misguidance. Abdullah ibn Umar explained it and he said, Even if the people see it as good. Even if they see it, there's no bid'ah hasana then. In the dunya, maybe. You had before there was camel, now there's cars. Bid'ah hasana in the dunya. But in the deen, no bid'ah hasana. Kullu bid'atin dalala. All of the bid'ah is misguidance. Kullu dalalatin fin nar. And every misguidance leads to the fire. So Sheikh Salif Ozan says, this is warning the people against bid'ah. And not only that, it is giving you strength. Giving you and me strength, even if they were to abandon you. Even if they were to oppose you, contradict you, and become dry and harsh towards you, you have the sunnah. You have the strength. You have the athar, you have the, the narrations. فَلَا تَلْتَفِتْ إِلَيْهِمْ He said, don't even look to them. 
Allahu Akbar. Why? Because you have the weapons. As Sufyan al Thawr, Rahmullah, that 161 Hijriah, he said, Al Isnadu Silahu al Mu'min. Faida lam yakun lahu Isnad, fakaifa yuharib. The Isnad is the weapon of the believer. So if the person has no weapon, how is he going to fight? He doesn't have weapon to fight. How is he going to fight? How you and me fight the people of Bid'ah with the Isnad, the chain of narration. Hadith Sahih, accepted. Hadith Mawdu'a, fabricated, rejected. Ahlul Bid'ah, they bring you fabricated narrations. Like Tabligh in Nisab, full of fabricated narrations. Narration of a man walking around the Kaaba looking at the, uh, looking at the ankle of a woman. And then a hand supposedly comes out of the Kaaba and slaps him and says, How, how dare you look at the woman around the Kaaba? Fabricated, this is in Tabligh in Nisab. Another, this fabricated. Where's that hand now? How many people need slapping around the Kaaba that are doing bid'ah, that are doing mortgages, that are doing haram? Another one is in there, a man says, Oh, he's so pious. He had a dream. He saw his mother. She was in the hellfire. Then she spoke to him and she said to him, To come out of the hellfire. All you need to do is to say this much dhikr a million times or a thousand times, whatever the number was, and then she will be coming out. What is this gibberish? What is this storytelling? The Prophet ﷺ said, Inna bani Israel, lamma halaku qassu. Bani Israel, when they became destroyed, they turned to storytelling. So what you have in Tablighi Nisab is story te- stories. Fabricated stories. How are you going to establish Islam upon fabrications? Islam is pure, yaakhi. Islam is tawheed. Islam is sunnah. Islam is athar. It's not I think, or in my opinion, because your opinion is different than this opinion. His opinion is different than his opinion. His opinion, everybody has so many opinions, but that will not unite us. For what unites us is qala Allah, qala Rasulullah, qala sahabatu, laysa bitamwihi, without any doubt. مَا الْعِلْمُ نَصْبَكَ لِسَفَاهَةٍ مَا الْعِلْمُ نَصْبَكَ لِسَفَاهَةٍ بَيْنَ رَسُولِ وَبَيْنَ رَأْيِ فُلَانِ That was another word, that was another a wording. الْعِلْمُ قَالَ اللَّهُ قَالَ رَسُولُهُ قَالَ الصَّحَابَةُ هُمْ أُلُوا الْعِرْفَانِ They are the ones in the know. As Imam Al-Qayyim Rahmanullah mentioned in Al-Nuniyya. They are the ones in the know. Who? Allah said. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi conveyed. The Sahaba mentioned. This is ilm. And this is foolishness to compare your statements or anyone's statements with the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu You cannot. His statement is unconditionally accepted. So Shaykh Salih Fawzan says, فَلَا تَلْتَفِتْ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَا تَعْبَأْ بِذَمِّهِمْ لِأَنَّكَ عَلَى الْحَقِّ and do not even be concerned with their insults towards you because you're upon the haq. Because you're upon the haq. You're upon the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger. Like for example, this Sufi up north, he says, without shame, on a, in, a, in a lecture, he says, why do these people always talk about where is Allah, where is Allah? Did the Prophet ask it? We say, yes, he did. It's in Hadith Sahih Muslim. The Hadith of Mu'awiyah ibn Hakam al-Sulami. Radiyallahu anhu. If you studied, you go back and see that Hadith. He asked the slave girl or the servant girl, Aina Allah. Where is she? Where, where? He said, where is Allah? She, said, she pointed up. That is above. Fi sama. Is above the sky. Then she, then he, alayhi salatu wasalam, said, who am I? He said, you are Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Free her as she is a believer. So from Iman is to believe Allah is above in the way which befits His Majesty. And from that is affirmation of Allah's beautiful names and attributes. And this increases Iman. From Tawheed is to believe in Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, which necessitates Uluhiyyah, worship for Him alone, and to believe in His beautiful names and attributes. This is what we should teach the people then. If this is, and Tawheed in three categories is in the Qur'an. Derived from cover to cover. Allah mentioned it in one verse. Shaykh ibn Rahmullah mentioned. Surah Maryam, verse 65. Rabbu samawati wal ardi wa ma Your Lord of the heavens and the earth and that which is between them. Fa'budhu wastabir li'ibatati. And so worship him and be patient upon his worship. Hal ta'lamu lahu samiyya? Do you know any similitude unto him? Rububiyya, uluhiyya, asma'u sifat. Beginning of the Quran, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Rububiyya, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, 
Asma'u sifat Maliki yawmiddin. From one angle is Rububiyyah, another angle it is also Asma'u sifat that he's the Malik. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in. You worship alone. You alone worship and your aid we seek alone. Uluhiyah, ibadah. Last part of the Quran, Surah Nas. Qul a'udhu bi rabbi nas, Rububiyyah, Maliki nas, Asma'u sifat. Ilahi nas, uluhiyah, ibadah, three categories of tawheed. And Allah mentioned each category in a separate surah. Qul huwa Allahu ahad. You see, all of that is asma'u sifat. Qul ya ayu al-kafirun, all of that is uluhiyah, ibadah. Qul ya ayu al-kafirun, an qul huwa Allahu ahad. An qul a'udhu bi rabbi al-falaq, all of that you see, rububiyah. So therefore, the three categories of tawheed are derived directly from the Qur'an. From the cover to cover, you'll see all of these three categories mentioned. As for those who say there is a fourth category, they want to use their opinion, and they want to use their intellect, and they want to also take you away from worshipping Allah alone. They will say, ah, oh, there is a fourth category, Hakimiyah. Hakimiyah. Yes, rulership belongs to Allah. But what did Allah say in Surah Yusuf? In الْحُكْمُ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ أَمَرَ أَنْ لَا تَعْبُدُ إِلَّا إِيَّاهِ Ruling belongs to Allah. He commanded none should be worshipped but Him. Therefore it comes under uluhiyah, ibadah. You can't worship Allah except with the sharia of Allah Azza wa Jal. You can't worship Allah except by ruling by what Allah has revealed. And following the Prophet ﷺ, as to make it a separate category, scholars didn't do that in the past. And Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah said, they do that to take you away from ibadah, to busy you with the politics. Because in reality, ruling is for everyone, not just for the ruler. You and your household must rule by Allah's law. Your wife in the house must rule by Allah's law. Your servant looking after your affairs must rule by Allah's law. كُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَتِهِ Everyone is responsible for their duty. So why is it you only specifying the ruler? So don't know, as Shaykh al-Badi said, they take you away from, your, from the ibadah to Allah to preoccupy you with politics. And what is it they're going to occupy with? Newspapers, magazines, and now it's internet. Internet, yani, this happened yesterday, and this happened last week, and this happened, ya akhi, turn back to Allah, busy yourself with worshipping Allah, Allah will bless you. Surat Nur, verse 55. Go back to there and you'll see the solution. وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَيْسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَمَا اسْتَخْلَفَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ وَلَيْمَكِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ دِينَهُمْ الَّذِي ارْتَضَ لَهُمْ وَلَيْبَدِّلَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ خَوْفِهِمْ أَمْنَعَ These are the ones who get security. Who are they? They get security. They get the khilafah upon the earth. They get their feet firmly established upon the earth. They also get security from fear. Who are they? يَعْبُدُونَنِي لَا يُشْرِكُونَ بِشَيْئًا They worship me alone and don't commit shirk with me in anything. Do you call to that our tahriri? Our mujahirun, whoever they call themselves, muhajirun. Do you upon that? Our al-jama'at takfir wal-jihad. Are you upon that? Calling your Muslim brothers blanketly takfir, kufar, left, right and center. Like we saw with their posters. Why all the rulers kufar? All of them. Have you met all of them? You haven't met all of them? You can't even name all of them. But you put a poster. Ah, that's dazzling. Why they're all kuffar. That's your poster. MashaAllah. That's your da'wah, yeah? Why they're all kuffar? You occupy me away from worshipping Allah? Allah's going to ask me about them in the grave? No. And the other one is, he put a poster to do a lecture. What was the poster? This takfiri, this khariji. The poster was what? The poster was Makkah. The state of shirk. A'udhu billah. Makkah al-Mukarrama that's been honored by Allah. The one that the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّكِ أَحَبُّ بُقْعَةٍ إِلَيَّا وَلَوْ مَا أَخْرَجُنِي مَا خَرَجْ You're the most beloved piece of land to me. If they didn't drive me out, I wouldn't have left. Makkah, you call shirk? You call the state of shirk? Because they make takfir of Muslims. So be warned of that jama'ah. Jama'at al-takfir. And alhamdulillah, they're easily refuted. And the only jama'ah, the only path, the only way that can refute them is the people of sunnah, people of athar, because they have the narrations. They have the statement of Hassan al-Basri, rahimahullah, who died 110 years, who said, these khawaris, they didn't bring one day of good. You're going to see, did they do any good in this country? 
in Manchester bombings, did they do any good? They only cause more harm than good to yourselves and to your well-being. The 7-7, seven, seven, did they bring any good? The 9-11, did they bring any good? They, brought, they didn't even bring one day of good. Hassan al-Basra mentioned about them. And Anas bin Malik, when a group came to him to complain about Hajjaj, he said, be patient. For every year that comes, it will be worse than the former. He told him to be patient. These individuals are not patient. And they are people of the dunya, just like their father, Dul Khawaisra, who said to the Messenger, ya Muhammad, be just. Imagine that, he's saying to Prophet Muhammad, be just. Because he wants some of the booty. Prophet was giving out booty. He wants some of the booty. Like these takfiris, they want some of the dunya. If they were put in a kursi, I don't know what they will be do, what they will do. Because they don't rule by Allah's law in their manhaj. And how are they going to rule by Allah's law in the sharia? In the hukum of Allah. They don't rule by Allah's law now. By bringing bid'ah, by bringing deception, by bringing deviation, by bringing confusion, by going against the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger Wasallam. So how about if they get to rulership anyway? How, how will they rule when, if they get to that stage? So alhamdulillah, the narrations expose them. Sheikh Salih Fuzan says, مَا دَامَ أَوْ مَا دُمْتَ عَلَى الْحَقِّ فَثْبُتْ So long as you're upon the haq, be firm. Be firm. And Allah commanded Rasulullah to be firm. Allah commanded even Rasulullah to be firm. وَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أَمِرْتْ And be firm as you have been commanded. Allahu Akbar. So even the Messenger is in need of Allah to be firm. Even Rasulullah is asking Allah for thabat. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabit qalbi ala deenik. You think we are not in need of that? We are in need of du'as. We are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help. Because you do not want to just please the, you don't want to please the people in this dunya. Shaykh Sa'ad Fawzan said, فَأَنْتَ لَا تُرِيدُ إِرْضَاءَ النَّاسِ وَلَا مَدْحَ النَّاسِ Nor the praise of the people. The Messenger Sa'ad from his sunnah, he would say, he's doing a good deed, people might see him, Allahumma la sum'a wa la riya'a. Oh Allah, we don't do it for sum'a to be heard. Nor for showing off. What can the people give you? Allah is the one who shares all khair. What the people can give you? Allahumma la sum'a wa la riya'a. Wa innama turidu irda'a Allah, but you seek to please Allah. Wa turidu al-haq, and you want the truth. Wal-haq, la shak. And the truth, no doubt, is in following the way of the Salaf, the pious predecessors. The takfir is now, even they say now, yeah, yeah, we, we are Salafi now. Yeah, we are, we are Salafi. Before they used to say that. Now they say, yeah, we are Salaf. We are upon the way of the Salaf. So they are catching up as they learn, but still they are upon confusion in their aqeedah. So it's not just by changing your name. You have to be on it. You have to be upon the athar, upon the narrations. Are you really upon the narrations? إِيَّاكَ وَأَرَاءَ الرِّجَالِ Be warned of the opinions of men. هَذَا مِنْ كَلَامِ عُمَرْ Also, Umar said the same. Be warned of the opinions of men. And likewise, Ali said, if the deen was built upon opinion, we would have wiped, or aql, we would have wiped the, the lower part of the socks. The deen is not built upon your aql. The deen is ittiba' As Ibn Mas'ud said, اِتَّبِعُوا وَلَا تَبْتَدِعُوا فَقَدْ كُفِيتُمْ Follow and do not innovate, for you have been sufficed. Sufficient for us is the Qur'an Sunnah, upon the answer of the Sahaba. I need someone else to come later on and oppose them. Their statements are rejected. If they reject, if they not follow the Sunnah, their statements are rejected. The Messenger Wasallam said, Hadith Aisha, Man amila amal laysa alayhi amruna fahuwa rad. Whoever does an action which you have not brought, then it is rejected. وَمَنْ أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْنَا هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ Whoever introduces into our affairs that which we have not brought, it will be rejected. So therefore, be with the narrations and its people. As was mentioned in the, in the sittings of Abu Zur'a and Abu Hatim al-Razi from the 4th century. Alayka bil-hadithi wa ahlihi. Be with hadith and its people. Not the ahl-hadith who say ahl-hadith, but they're not upon ahl-hadith. They bring uh, somebody to do magic tricks in their masjid. That's not ahl-hadith. Somebody to raise his, you know, raise above the ground, magic tricks, or to, or he, in one uh, clip, he, he's got a yellow pages, and he, it's all entertainment. So what if you can cut a yellow pages? How's that gonna get me to Jannah? I wanna get to Jannah, ya akhi. You're telling me a magic trick that you're trying to raise your, f- who cares? Ya akhi, the self used to say, even if you see a man from these people of innovation, 
walking upon water, don't be deceived. Even if you see him flying, wallah, if we see somebody's Sufis flying, we don't care. He fly, let him fly against the lamppost and fall. What's the point? It's not going to increase my iman. It's not going to increase my deen. Not deceived by this. Don't be deceived. We have athar. We have the athar. We have the narrations. Allah said, the Messenger said, the Sahaba conveyed. That is more beloved to us. Eh Allah. That is more beloved to us than, din, than dirhams and dinars. Imam Muqbir rahimullah, what did he say? He said, if they give me gold, the size of a whole, this whole house or masjid, this whole, all gold, if that, I would not leave this da'wah and its call. This call to Tawheed and Sunnah is most beloved than any dunya. A dunya dunya, dunya is lowly. We walk all over it. People rushing for it. But this is more precious than that. This is the Prophet said that it is the inheritance of the Prophet The inheritance is not dinars or dirhams. The inheritance is ilm al-nafi' learning taken from Rasulullah sunnah. That is blessed. Look what Abu Hurairah was saying. The Prophet inheritance is being shared out in the masjid. It's not dinars or dirhams. It is ilm al-nafi' beneficial knowledge that the scholars benefit from. For they are وَرَثَةُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ إِنَّ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ لَمْ يُوَرِّثُوا دِنَارًا وَلَا دَرْهَمًا وَلَكِنْ وَرَّثُوا الْعِلْمِ فَمَنْ أَخَذَ أَخَذَ بِحَظٍ وَافِرٍ Something treasure, more, great treasure, more than a treasure. So therefore going back, even if the people were to beautify their bid'ah with their speech, don't follow them. Even if they were to beautify it with their speech, because it's not beautified with knowledge, they try and beautify it with their speech. Oh yes, but we're doing what? What did Sa'id ibn Musayyib from the Tabi'een say? When he saw a man praying after Fajr. There's no sunnah, voluntary nawafil after Fajr. Until after sunrise, pray your duha. That's khair. But this man wanted to pray nawafil after Fajr. So Sa'id ibn Musayyib said to him from the Tabi'een, he said to him, and he, he told him, what you're doing? And he said, I'm doing ibadah. Would Allah punish me? Allah will punish me because I'm praying? So Sa'id ibn Musayyib said, no. Allah will punish you because you oppose the sunnah. Not because of the prayer. Allah will oppose you because you oppose the sunnah of the Messenger. There's no voluntary salah after Fajr. You've added a, uh, something to the religion. Imam Malik, rahimahullah, look uh, how great his statement is. When, he's, when a man said to him, I'm going to do the intention for ihram from near the grave of Rasulullah from the Masjid al-Nabawi, from the grave of Rasulullah The sunnah is to do it from the Hulayfa, at the Miqat, to do the intention. You can wear the ihram in your hotel, no problem. Wherever, but when you come to the Dhul Hulayfa from the Miqat of Medina, then you say the intention, Allahumma labayka bi Umrah. So the man he once said, and she, uh, uh, Imam Malik said to him, Akhshalik al fitna, I fear for you fitna. The man said, Wamal fitna fi amyalin aziduha. What fitna can befall me? I'm increasing the mileage. Yani, if you calculate from Masjid al-Nabawi to the Miqat, it's 20 kilometers. We worked it out. It's 20 kilometers. Huh? It's Medina is small. Yani, say 20 minutes. I'm increasing the mileage. He thinks he's going to do extra ibadah, extra dhikr. In 20 minutes, 20 miles. Then Imam Malik, rahimahullah, said, let those beware who go against his command, lest a trial befall them or a grievous punishment. Loving the Sahaba. All of them. From the bid'ah of those who go against the Sahaba, the Rafida. That they revile the companions. And they speak ill of them and they say they became murtad except Ahl al-Bayt. And even Ahl al-Bayt, they don't include Aisha from Ahl al-Bayt. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَزْوَاجُهُ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ And their wives and his wives are their mothers. How is don't take them from Ahl bayt They're the mothers of the believers. The, 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 the Aisha radiallahu from the mothers of the believers. And they speak ill of her. 
Khomeini said, Aisha is the one who poisoned the Messenger Wasallam. And you, Ikhwani, with the Rafadi, no problem, we're all one, we're all unity. There's no unity with somebody who curses Aisha radiallahu anha, or reviles the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Abadan. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. And this was also narrated from Abu Darda. Iqtisadun fi sunnah, khayran min ishtihadin fi bid'ah. Economizing upon the sunnah is better than striving upon bid'ah. You see somebody striving with his ticket counter. Did the Prophet ﷺ do million times, thousand? Yaqi, just iqtisad. If you look at the numbers of the adkar, a hundred times he said this. A hundred times he said this. But you wanna, and then what is it you're saying? Allah, Allah, or oh, you're saying who, who? Where is the sunnah in that? He is, he is. He didn't even finish the sentence. Finish the sentence. He is what? Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. Alhamdulillah, say that which the Prophet said. There was one Naqshbandi, I saw him, he had a cloth over his head, I saw him, what are you doing? He said, I'm doing dhikrullah. He said, what, what are you, which adhkar are you doing? This is somebody I met, he said, the adhkar that my teacher from Manchester, just so happened he had to be from Manchester, <laughs> from Manchester, Naqshbandi, he's the one who gave me the homework. I said, the Prophet already gave us the adhkar. He already told us what to say. You need your teacher to write down for you on a piece of paper, and you're saying it, what is it you're saying? Allah, 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 Allah. That is not the dhikr of Allah. The Prophet didn't sit there saying Allah, Allah. The Prophet taught us, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Walaylah, Allahu Akbar, taught us the sunnah in dhikr. He left out dhikr, he didn't leave out dhikr. Prophet completed every aspect of the deen. Are you better than Rasulullah Wasallam? As Imam al-Shafi said, whoever does a bid'ah, it is as if he has claimed Rasulullah has deceived the message. And he not completed the message. Allah said, That he, Allah created you and me for what? That he may see those who do correct deeds. He didn't say, أَكْثَرُ amala. He didn't say many deeds. He said, correct deeds. Fudayl ibn Iyad, from the scholars of the Salaf. They said to him, يَا أَبَا Ali, وَمَا أَحْسَنُ amala." He said, مَا كَانَ أَخْلَصُهُ أَصْوَبُهُ They asked him, what is أَحْسَنُ amala? Correct deeds. He said, that which is correct and sincere. They asked him, وَمَا أَخْلَصُهُ مَا أَصْوَبُهُ What is sincere and what is correct? He said, مَا كَانَ أَخْلَصُهُ لِلَّهِ إِتِّبَاعًا لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ That is what is أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا That is what Allah is testing you. Those who do sincere actions to Allah and according to the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that you find it in Tafsir ibn Kathir. Sufyan ibn Uyayna, who died 197 Hijriyah from the Shafi'i scholars, and he benefited from Imam Malik. He said, I heard Imam Malik, Sufyan ibn Uyayna, rahimahullah. He said, I heard Imam Malik say, and that was the narration which we just mentioned about the ihram. Where should I do the intention for? Umrah. Umrah, and we have already mentioned that. A beautiful state from Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz, rahimahullah. Just show you the link between the Sahaba, the Tabi'een, the Tabi'i Tabi'in, right till the scholars today. Beautiful statement. He said, in a book, it's not a big book, Naqt Qawmiyat al-Arabiyyah, page 48, he said, مَنْ لَمْ تَسَعْهُ طَرِيقَةَ الرَّسُولَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَطَرِيقَةَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ السَّابِقِينَ فَلَا وَسَّعَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ So whoever is not sufficed with the way of the Messenger وسلم, and the way of the believers who came before us, meaning the Sahaba, and those that follow them upon righteousness, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make his affairs suffice, sufficient or yani sufficed. <coughs> and likewise, Imam Ibn Taymiyyah from the 7th, 7th, 8th century, who died 7 to 8 Hijriyah, he said, Bid'ah starts as a handspan, then becomes an arm's length, then becomes one mile. This is in his Majmu' Fatawa. Khawarij, they were also known before they went and killed Ali radiallahu anhu, they were known to do the bid'ah of dhikr with stones. Narration in Sunan al-Darimi. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiallahu anhu saw something strange in a masjid. This is right after the death of Rasulullah His clothes still not worn out. His utensils not broken. He sees them doing this. One in the middle, say subhanallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, Allah. All in congregation. Like the Sufis do nowadays. 
in congregation. Switch off the light, let's do dhikr of Allah. That is not dhikr of Allah. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, he went to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu anhu. Abu Abdul Rahman, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, the great companion. The one who, the one who in his time, because he's from the early Sahaba, from those who, who became Muslim in the early instance. And he, radiyallahu anhu, was from the elders in that time, in knowledge and understanding. And Abu Musa is still also from the elders in age. But look, the respect Sahaba had for others, of each other. They went, he went to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said to him, I've seen something strange in the masjid. He said, what did you do? He said, I waited for you. He went with him. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, when he saw the people doing this bid'ah, he said, what are you doing? He said, we're doing dhikrullah. He said, you better count your sins. So we say to the Sufis, all of them, you better count your sins. This bid'ah that you're inventing, are you better than Rasulullah are you better than Abdullah ibn Mas'ud anhu? You better count your sins. He said, Ma aradna illa khaira. We only intended good. Ah. So Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, Wa kam muridin lil khairi lam yusibhu. Or wa kam muridin lil khairi lam yusibhu. How many people intend good, but don't reach that good? Don't reach the good. Because they think they're doing good. But the good is not according to the sunnah, so it's rejected. <coughs> and he said to them, how, Oh, Ahmad Muhammad, how are you rushing to destruction? And you, the, the thing you are doing is rushing yourself to destruction. From the bid'ah, it's not just speaking about the uh, 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 sahaba, anhum. this is a bid'ah. And you find from the usul of the sunnah jama'ah is that the people, the, the, the people of misguidance, they insult the sahaba, or they speak ill of them. Like for example, Hizb al-Tahrir back in the days, they used to say, Oh, Muawiyah radiallahu anhu is not from the Sahaba. Subhanallah, Muawiyah? Not from the Sahaba radiallahu anhu? When the Prophet would say, Sami Allah liman hamida, Muawiyah was saying, Rabbana wa lakal hamd. He's not from the Sahaba? And one of the Salaf, Abu Tawbat al-Halabi said, Muawiyah is like the curtain for the rest of the companions. When people start speaking about him, they'll end up speaking about the rest of the companions. Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. You're speaking about Muawiyah? Why? Because they are political activists. These, these takfiris. They are political activists. And all they look at is politics. They don't look at the aqeedah. How can they look at aqeedah when they don't even believe in the punishment of the grave? That's the aqeedah of Hizb al-Ta'rir. They're going to speak well of Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. And their teacher before them, Sayyid Qutb said, Muawiyah and Amr ibn As, they use deception to get their authority. Deception and lying and cheating. A'udhu billah. Is that how you speak about Muawiyah radiallahu and Amr ibn As? Amr ibn As, his own son became Muslim before him. And he became Muslim because of the da'wah of the Najashi, the Ethiopian king. And you speak about Sahaba radiallahu Allah said radiallahu anhum wa radu'an. And you speak ill of them. That's Allah salama. Indeed, this aqidah and this manhaj is strange to the people. But it will return as something strange. The Messenger وسلم, said, بَدَأَ الْإِسْلَامُ غَرِيبًا وَسَيَعُودُ غَرِيبًا كَمَا بَدَأَ فَطُوبَ لِلْغُرَبَاءِ الَّذِينَ يُسْلِحُونَ مَا أَفْسَدَ الْنَاسِ this, this Islam began as something strange and returned as something strange as it began. So glad tidings to the strangers, those who rectify what the people have corrupted. But notice the wording. This is found in Ibn Rajab's book on Ghuraba. He said, الَّذِينَ يُسْلِحُونَ they rectify when the people have corrupted. Meaning they rectify themselves. First and foremost, it's about rectification of ourselves. They rectify what the people have corrupted. Those two narrations are authentic. The hadith is in Sahih Muslim. Who are the Ghurabah? Those who rectify themselves when the people have corrupted. Naam. Which is mentioned by Al-Ajurri, Rahimullah, in his Sharia. And likewise, the one which he says, They rectify what the people have corrupted. That is in Sunan al-Tirmidhi. And likewise, the hadith, which clarifies beautifully, 
the saved sect, the aided group in this time. Who are they? When he was asked about the strangers, there's another wording in Musa Imam Ahmad and Sunan Ibn Majah, which is authentic. What is it? He said, "An-Nuzaa' min al-Qabail." An-Nuzaa' min al-Qabail. يعني from each tribe you find amongst them. When you go to their masjid, you see the, from all tribes, meaning that they are not just one, oh, I'm just, this is just an Arab mosque, or this is just an uh, African mosque, or this is just a, no, you're not a Turkish mosque, or this is just a, no, it's not like that. al qabail Alhamdulillah, we see that with the Masajid al Salafiyin, the people of Sunnah. What do you see? You see, this one is from Yemen, this one is from Morocco, this one is from Pakistan, this one is from India, this one is Nuzah min al Qabail. From each Qabila. Because what holds them together, what buys them together is Tawheed wa Sunnah. Not their tribe, or nationality, or culture. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those Nuzah min al Qabail. I think the Adan is going, huh? People of innovation, they try to hide their innovation. But the great statement of Imam Al-Awza'i, rahimahullah, Man satara anna bid'atahu, lam takhfa alayna ulfatuh. This is mentioned by, by, in Al-Ibana of Ibn Battah, from the scholars of the Salaf. Number 420. Whoever hides his bid'ah cannot hide his companions. So you see him one day, he is with this one, another day he is with that one. Yani he's all over the place. He is chaotic, cocktail. Yani mushakkal. One day with this one, another day with that one. One day with that one, another day with this one. This is not the way of Sunnah. The way of Sunnah, you be with the people of Sunnah and you aid them, increase their numbers. That is the people of Sunnah. And Hudayfa radiallahu said, "Iyakum mutalawun fi din." Be warned of being colored. Yani all over the place in the religion. Be one. Be salatul mustaqim. Did the Prophet say one day with this? No. Rather, he drew a line. And he said, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلَ فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِهِ ذَلِكُمْ وَصَّاكُمْ بِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ This is my straight way, so follow it, singular, not plural. Follow it. And do not follow other paths, they will lead you away from his path. They will lead you away from his path. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are on this blessed path. And that is the path of the Sahaba عنهم, and that which they united upon. That which they united upon. So be warned of the people of opinion who go against the Sahaba. فَعَلَيْكَ بِالْحَدِيثِ وَأَهْلِهِ فَرَأْيُ لَيْلٌ وَالْحَدِيثُ نَهَارُ For opinion is night and clear. وَالْحَدِيثِ is day. It's clear. Hadith is clear. It may be a man can't see the path of guidance while the sun is shining in its splendor. He can't see the path. If you study, you know who the men are. And you know the path with the men. You know, first and foremost, knowledge. And then you'll know who the men. And that will increase you in understanding, inshallah, by being with the righteous. And here we have the statement. Here we have the statement of Abdullah ibn Abbas Beautiful statement. Wallahi, ma adhanna ala dhahri al-ardi al-yawm a'adan ahabba ila shaytan halakan minni. He said, by Allah, I don't think anyone on the face of this earth, the shaytan wants more destroyed than me. He said, the shaytan wants me to be destroyed. Why? I don't think anyone else, he wants shaytan to be destroyed than me. وكيف؟ It was said to him, how? He said, والله إنه لا يعدث البدعة في مشرق أو مغرب. He said, but Allah, a bid'ah appears in the east or in the west. فيحملها الرجل إلي. And a man may bring it to me, or a man brings it to me. فإذا انتهت إلي. So when it reaches me, قمعتها بالسنة. I suffice it with the Sunnah. يعني I repel the bid'ah and I replace it with the Sunnah. فَتُرَدُّ عَلَيْهِ كَمَا أَخْرَجَهَا So it's returned to the person as he brought it. يعني as he brought this bid'ah, it's returned to him. And that is in Sharh Usul Atiqad al-Sunnah al-Jama'ah, which is a beautiful book by Al-Lalika'i. Because in this you'll find loads of athar of the Salaf. From them is Sufyan al-Thawri. His advice to Shu'ayb ibn Harb. And he advised him with the Aqeedah al-Sahihah, Aqeedah al-Tawheed al-Sunnah. 
the aqeedah of Ahl sunnah wal jama'ah, Allah's beautiful names and attributes, Allah being above the arsh, the aqeedah of following the sunnah, loving the sahaba. This is the aqeedah of Ahl sunnah, being with the people of sunnah. No one day here, one day there. Another trait that you find with the people of bid'ah is speaking against the people of sunnah. Abu al-Hatim al-Razi and Abu al-Zur'a al-Razi in their Asl al-Sunnah, small risala but really heavy, heavy, heavy. He said, or they said, Alamatu ahl al-Bid'ah al-Waqi'atu fi ahl al-Athar The sign of the people of innovation is to revile the people of narrations. So the people of narrations, who are they? They are people of Sunnah. They are the ulama primarily and those who follow them. Following the sunnah of the Messenger Wasallam. So if you hear somebody speaking about Ahlul Ilm, the people of narrations, then know that's from the signs of the people of innovations. That they are happy to speak about the people of sunnah. That is not from the manhaj of the salaf. And many have went astray in this regard. Many have went astray. They haven't seen the consequences. And Allah said in the Quran, سَنَكْتُبُوا we will write down what they've put forward of their life and their actions. And the causes that they are causes of. So if their causes for splitting, if their causes for ins- for speaking ill of the ulama and people leaving them, then that will be written written for them. That's their marks that they have left behind. Muhammad ibn al Hussein al Ajuri, excellent book al Ajur. Al-Shari'ah of Al-Ajurri. In there he has a beautiful statement. Al-Shari'ah of Al-Ajurri. The Aqidah book, book of Aqidah and Manhaj. It starts with refuting the Khawarij until the end of the, the narrations. Muhammad ibn Hussein Al-Ajurri. That's his name, Muhammad ibn Hussein. Alamatu man arad Allahu bi khayran. The sign of that Allah wants good for a person. Suluku hada tariq is following this path. Kitabullah. Wasunani Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ashabi. Ashabihi radiallahu anhum Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsan And those who follow them upon righteousness Billah From the time of Sahaba till now The deen is preserved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Inna nahnu nazalna dhikra wa inna lawla hafidhun We have revealed the remembrance And we are going to protect it Nowadays you have some individuals Like Qadi and others They say even the Quran There's some A'udhu billah Even the Quran You are giving doubts even Quran, you are making some doubt. Allah said it's preserved. You say some, there's some, uh, you know, there's ijma' of the Sahaba in his preservation. Ijma' of the Sahaba. Uthman called all for the copies of the Quran to be brought forward. Anyone which went against the ijma' of Sahaba, and he sent four or five of the companions to go over the manuscript, and that which is agreed upon, they kept. And that which is not agreed upon, they burnt. Ijma' in the time of Uthman and not only in the time of Uthman, the Sahaba that lived after him, no one contradicted him. You come now 1400 years later, oh, yeah, there's some, no, there's no some. You go and drink the seawater. Yes, this is, some, this is what the, the Magharba say. If somebody goes against Sunnah, or somebody gives someone his own opinion, they say, go and drink the seawater. Ishrab Ma'al Bahar. This Sunnah of Rasulullah you're going to go against it? Sahaba's ijma' that the Qur'an is preserved, you're going to say it's, it's not preserved. Subhanallah. You don't believe that verse. Look, one person makes one error in a vowel and he gets corrected. He can't go to the next verse until he corrects that verse. And you want to go against that? Alhamdulillah, until today. We have blessed ulama. Until today. We're not living uh, like those who say, oh, we are. one of them said he was in Canada. Many years ago, he said, you know, why we have to go to the ulama, but, you know, ulama back in, in Arabia or in... Alhamdulillah, we have a alim here. Uh, in Canada, we have a alim here, Toronto, Ottawa, wherever it was. Some guy that they memorized some hadith, and they said, we have a alim here. Where was he during the Gulf War? He didn't give us any advice. Where was he during all this fitna that passed? It's the ulama that spoke, wasn't it? Where was he in the fitna of Syria, fitna of Iraq? So ulama who, clar- who clarify, is not somebody living off your street. The ulama, there are few. And the ulama are the people of sunnah. Somebody unknown, majhul is alim. The, the ulama are not majhul. 
the Prophet said, لا تزل طائفة من أمتي على الحق ظاهرين They will not cease to be a group from upon my ummah clearly upon the truth. You think the ulama are not from that group? They are first and foremost from that group. And they are openly, clearly upon the truth. And your one is hidden, like the takfiri one day I said to him, who's your ulama then? See now you're bringing all this kalam, kathir. Who's your ulama then? Because he's got a computer next to him and he's trying to quote and he's trying to... Who's your ulama? Because we have books, you have computer, we have books. Which you call the yellow books, the yellow pages. But these books, alhamdulillah, they have hadith in them. It's better than your computer and your internet. So he brought, he brought his, he said, our ulama, they're hidden. Ulama hidden? Allah's, that goes against the ayah. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلَ مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ This is open da'wah. He says, I'm from the Muslims. No, I'm from the Muslims. Yani hiding. It's open da'wah, ya akhi. This da'wah is not hidden, not secret. As Umar ibn Abdul Aziz rahimullah said, every da'wah that is secret, if it begins and it is secret, then it is destroyed. It is not from the way of Ahl sunnah Abu Ayyub al-Sikhtiyani rahimullah said, قال لي أبو قلابة يا أيوب احفظ عني أربعة أربعة memorize for me four things لا تقول في القرآن برأيك don't speak about the Quran with your opinion وإياك والقدر be warned of the effect of decree pre-decree the قدر وإذا ذكر أصحاب محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فأمسك and when the mess the companions of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم are mentioned withhold not like this one Tarik Swaydan he said what did he say he said to the Rafi the Shia he said if you want to revile Abu Huraira, do it in your, amongst yourselves. Do it amongst yourselves. A'udhu Billah. Abu Huraira, the one who narrated the most hadith. The fourth thing that you should be warned against from Abu Qilab, he said, نعم فأمسك ولا تمكن أصحاب الأهواء من سمعك And don't allow your, your, the, the people of innovation, don't allow your hearing to hear from them. يعني don't allow them to be in your presence such that you hear them. They will put in it what they like. And this is what we have seen throughout the ages. In the last 25, 30 years, we have seen, wallahi, those who have strayed and those who have slipped, and we ask Allah to protect us from that. Eh, wallah, because it could happen to anyone. May Allah protect us. We have seen those who put their ear and they sat with the Sufi or the Ashaira or the people of opinion and the people of so-called Aqal, they are the most unintellectual people you'll find. You, what they do? They go astray. Like one of them in East London. Now he started to come out again. He disappeared in 98. Where did, where did he go? They asked him, where did you go all this time? Where have you been doing? And we know where he went because he's got an internet webpage where he talks about bid'ah. I say, what's the problem? Where he talks about bid'ah of 15 Sha'ban, of uh, bid'ah al-Mawlid, bid'ah of bid'ah al-Bid. Oh, he says, What's the fuss about? The fuss is the Prophet didn't do it and you're doing it. The fuss is Sahaba didn't do it and you're doing it and you're calling to it. The fuss is the Tabi Tabi'in didn't do it. Tabi Tabi and the successes and those who follow right, they didn't do it and you're doing it and you're calling to it. And you are bringing a bid'ah of what? You're saying, oh, but one of the Salaf said it. Oh, I found a narration from one of the. One of the Salaf doesn't. If he made a mistake, we don't follow him in that mistake. We don't build a dome around his statements and say, oh, but one of them made a mistake. One of them made a mistake, so therefore there's ikhtilaf. No. It may be he opposed the one that, that was known from the way of the Sahaba. He opposed that which was known from the time of the Salaf. So if he opposed, we're going to follow him. So if he made a mistake, we're going to follow him. We don't follow the mistakes. And this is called the shawadh. They follow the errors throughout centuries. Instead of following the sunnah and the correctness, they look for errors. And then they say, oh, there's no ijma, there's no this, there's no... And then they start falling into bid'ah. And they say, what's the fuss about? The fuss is, you didn't follow the manhaj of the salaf. And the manhaj of the salaf is not to look at an error and follow the, the error of that scholar. He could make the mistake. A sahabi could have made a mistake. But the sahaba, the other sahaba will speak and they will say, this is a mistake. Tabi'i could have made a mistake. But the other tabi'i will speak and they will say, this is a mistake. If you want to follow the mistakes of the scholars, you will go astray. You will go astray. And this is not the way. So therefore... Don't put your ears to listen to the people of Bid'ah, for indeed they will misguide you and they will lead others astray. Look after your heart. As Ibn al-Qayyim said, don't make your heart like a sponge. When it comes to the people of innovation and desires, make it like a mirror. So when their Bid'ah comes and their Hawa comes, it bounces back to them. As for if you make it a sponge, it will 
soak it all up. Rather, protect your ears, protect your heart, protect yourself from being in the likes of the, you know, hearing the likes of doubts. For shaitan comes from two ways, as Ibn al-Qayyim said, through doubts and, and desires. You protect yourself from desires with taqwa. You protect yourself from doubts with ilm. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of, the, of those who follow the athar of the salaf, even if the people were to abandon us. As the great scholar of Sham said, Imam al-Awza'i rahmullah alayka bi athar al-salaf, wa in rafa dhakad nas. Wa subhanak wa mhamdika ashadu la ilaha ila ant, wa astaghfiruka tubu lik. And I think I just went overboard, so forgive me. Uh, brother Ustad uh, Abu Mu'ad, if he's here, I he can continue, inshallah, with this dars. Subhanak wa mhamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila ant, wa astaghfiruka tubu lik. And I will have my coffee, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.